Gordano. Um, yeah. Yeah, it probably is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Gordano. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Now, William, this is the sort of time where it would be appropriate to record a bit of, uh, a bit of uh, talking to explain a part of the show for inserting into the podcast. Not, as you did, in the middle of a song. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen, you'll you got, hear that at some point. you got some fun stuff to look forward to, <laughs> listeners. That's right. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Uh, um, uh, Will, please. Sorry. Jeez Will. Will. <laughs> Jeez, Jeez Will. Will. Uh, listeners, welcome along to the podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, you've got a shambolic and occasionally gigglesome and... Occasionally boring yes. and occasionally bordering on BBFC bothering excitability. <laughs> That's right. So uh, it's all go, and uh, we'll, um, we'll we'll be the people speaking to you for the next foreseeable future. Uh, and then, as, as far as your ears are concerned, we're not going anywhere. But weirdly, we're about to say goodbye, mm. and we'll see you in a bit, and then we'll sing a song at you, the lyrics of which are the name of the show. What the WTF? F- <laughs> Precisely. Yes. Sorry not in service. 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 Sorry. Not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. It's always seem much longer when we're doing these. I think service. What's the exciting bit again? Sorry, not uh, did it come back? No, no, no. Service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Did you want the exciting bit? Uh, yeah, let's go out to the exciting Sorry not to serve, sorry not to serve, sorry not to sorry not to serve Sorry to serve, sorry not to serve For the next two hours Sorry not to serve, sorry not to serve, sorry not to serve Sorry not to serve, sorry not to serve Um, good evening, listeners, and welcome to Sorry Not, not in, in Service on Ten Radio, the Thinking Ten Parishes uh, Radio Two, and um, you're listening to <laughs> the Radio to what? <laughs> the All right, the Just, Thinking but, Ten Parishes. Let's, let's keep going. The Thinking Ten Parishes Radio to what? All right, well, let's make it slightly more sort of streamlined, as is the what, sorry, not as, in as, service. Is, as is the want of the show. Um, the Ten. Pa- the Thinking Ten Parishes. The Thinking Ten Parishes. Radio Three. Radio ah, Three. See, now, ah. yeah, now see, so let's let's room for uh, confusion. I think it's the classical version, sort of highbrow stuff. It's not classic High art. No, 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 sir. That's a, it's a, 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 what would you call it? A sort of, you know, an advertising, a commercial, uh, station. commercial station. Uh, where and welcome as, to the home of non-commerciality. So, and um, yes, and going forward, there will be uh, more of the same. Uh, for the foreseeable hour and 55 minutes uh, of the radio show, Simon, sure. Simon, you looked so happy during the opening song, and now you just seem to have slightly fallen apart. You're increasingly resembling that bit where they found Saddam Hussein. But by that bit, I mean that moment in the past where Saddam Hussein was discovered. <laughs> that bit in the film. Not that bit, <laughs> that, bit, that bit in the film that so far has comprised the last 13.7 billion years of this universe. Uh, well, well, let's... What? Let's what? Let's, let's kiss and cuddle and make up. You first. What on my own? <laughs> Tis the season. William, William, what's your favourite formatting point of the show? The formatting point of the show Where we remind the listeners that we've been away doing other things without our keyboards (laughs) So it's kind of anecdotes really, isn't it? It kind of is Well, Simon, 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 delightful Simon And listeners as well, you're doing what you normally do Listen, uh, shut up, I have an anecdote (laughs) Simon, Simon, Simon. You know, and the listeners know, if they've been checking out the back catalogue, um, 
that I work in very much a nectar-fueled supermarket. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, know. I okay, do. Fine. I do. Artificial light, the great tedium. Do you have a nectar card? I already handed it to you. I know, but I press this button and then I ask because it's all I know. But the thing is, Simon, that's no way to go through life. And one of the fun things you can do is be a little bit more bamboozling to the general populace. Oh, good. So I've been enjoying myself when I've been landed on checkout and doing things like going, how do, how do, Heidi, Heidi. Oh, I'm sorry, I've been here very long time. The point at which you can't actually even deliver the contraction howdy, you know you've been in for a long time. And customers usually smile for a bit, or they kind of join in the banter and it's all good fun. It's all good fun, Simon. Yes. The customers love a little bit of bamboozling. Most of them do. Oh. I had one kind of um, keeping up appearances type woman. You know, the kind of, they're wearing a too big a coat, they've got hair which is a little bit too large, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Overly serious. The Patricia Routledge effect. Precisely, the Patricia Routledge effect. CERN is still desperately trying to unpick and they keep inadvertently just discovering things like gravity. Ugh. Apples can do that. You so, don't need a massive thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the, uh, the Patricia Routledge. Uh, the Patricia Routledge, uh, on this occasion, uh, refused to respond politely to my good day. <laughs> so I thought, I'll switch it up. I'm being a bit too chirpy. I'm going to try and be excessively formal. Good day. Nothing. <laughs> what was her response to that? Just a nod. Right. Okay. It was just a kind of, uh, listeners, you can practice this at home. You look slightly up and to the right and then nod down and to the left. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. And when you receive that from somebody who's about 18 inches shorter than you, it's difficult to not feel slightly put out. What are you? What are you? <laughs> Take your parsnips and off. <laughs> So uh, I went, I just thought I'd plough on, so I carried on the whole of the way through in a rather eclipsed tone, and uh, there we go, and uh, would you need, do you need any more bags there? Would you like to keep the hanger for these clothing items? <laughs> the whole of the way through, <clears throat> massively serious, charmingly enough, the next customer along was just falling all over the place. And my clear and massive shift in personality for this one customer. <laughs> but I got nothing from her. She could see what, that I was being stupid. Right. Nothing. Whole of the way through, um, and do you have upon your person such a thing as a nectar card? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Still just... Sure. Right at the end, swipe the nectar card, and that'll be uh, £37.73. Which is a palindrome! <laughs> <laughs> My God. I've never seen a customer look more angry. <laughs> And what, listeners, you, you guys at home didn't get is I did actually, because I always stand up at the checkouts, I did actually slap both my thighs as if I was talking to a five-year-old, which is a palindrome. <laughs> Nothing, card, pin, walk off. <laughs> Whatever. What was the reaction of the, uh, the following customer? She really liked me. <laughs> she was a big fan of me, but then it turned out that she was buying, uh, I think it was about... Uh, 20 kilos of potatoes oh, right, yeah. because 20 kilos of johnnies um, because she was a nurse Simon so now <laughs> you feel bad don't you and yeah she had to look after a woman who ate 17 potatoes every day it took us an hour and a half to cook them it takes her an hour to eat them and then she just gave me a long look and I went well, you two have really spoiled my fun but I couldn't really say that <laughs> it's interesting that you do actually have a filter what? <laughs> Well, that was crashing and banging there, really, wasn't it, Will? It really was. Simon! What? To Carter and Fugue, Indie Bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> Second half of the formatting point, boy. Yes. You're gonna tell us something, you're done. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Well, there's not been a huge amount going on, except for the fact that... Carla and I played host to a wonderful pair of people on Saturday night. How do you play host, Simon? Did you have the correct number of dice? Yes. Were you the dog or a boat? Um, the thing is, I was uh, playing host to... Get, get this, Will. Get this. What's Tom up to, Tom? What's Tom up to, Tom? Did and the erstwhile, what's Tom up to, Jules? That's right, basically, uh, Tom was over and Jules came over and it was a lovely evening we had. 
They uh, came over separately. No, they came over as a pair. Oh, still uh, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was wonderful to have them over, and we had we had a gay old time. And um, one of the one of the topics that came up, I just want to talk about a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I talk about a thing. What? What? Was. Uh, listeners, you, you may be aware of this phenomenon. When you mishear song lyrics, we've all done it. We've certainly all done it. And sometimes this, this, this. Uh, I know this is a well-trodden path, but sometimes uh, this, uh, this mishearing it carries on for years and years and years, and you never really notice until you're in an, an adult sort of frame of uh, age, and um, <laughs> when you learn that it's you've all been singing the wrong song. Tom's was an absolute doozy. An absolute doozy. Yes, sir. Okay. Right. Uh, give us a song. Okay, so um, Tom misheard uh, the chorus for this particular song, mm-hmm. and um, th- he thought it was referencing a man called Jason Waterfalls. Jason Waterfalls. Jason Waterfalls. This is the piece of music. Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> He'd spent all of his adult life up until quite recently. <laughs> Don't go! <laughs> Don't go, Jason, Jason Waterfalls! You're so cool! <laughs> Leave me, Jason Waterfalls. Never leave me again, Jason Waterfalls. It's miserable without you. Um, so that was uh, that was that's pretty much my anecdote. <laughs> but it did get me thinking, William. Okay, okay. Of uh, I wonder where this is going. What other pop songs might we have uh, might we have uh, misheard? In, in oh, the past. I see. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, of course. There's a great many. I've actually just thought of one. Right. Okay. Good. Mm. Well, the, the following piece of music that I'm going to play is one that I, I always misheard. Uh, it's by Charlotte Gainsbourg, and um, it's called "The Operation." The Operation. And the, the lyric in like the song train. is actually um, "Our love goes under the knife." So it's, you know, it's quite. You know, it's uh, what would you? What do you? How is that? What it is? Our love goes under the knife. I always thought that it was Olaf goes under the knife. <laughs> I pick. I was picturing a big Swedish man called Olaf going for an operation. I can actually picture the notion of a massive uh, Swede being the subject of um, Charlotte Gainsbourg's uh, musical career. Yeah, Olaf yeah. goes under the knife. Yeah, see what you think, listeners. Listeners, so there we go. Uh, Jason Waterfalls left us. <laughs> Jason Waterfalls has left the building <laughs> with a much improved <laughs> Olaf, who's had that unsightly scar removed from his face. Yep, now they're going to waltz off into the sunset. He'll be able to shave his knees now. Now he's had the operation. Good old Olaf. Now William. Simon. Now William. Simon. Simon. Here we are. Simon. We're here at the beginning of the sleep. Simon, with your voice like warm golden syrup drizzling its way down my ears and into the slightly fluffy section neath them, where my sideburns grow on. Unruly. Simon, 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 with your beautiful golden voice, like sunset over a waste disposal facility. Simon, 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 with your beautiful golden voice, the hot wax dripping from a candle held above a person you are torturing. Simon, 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 what did you want to say? All I was going to say, William. With your golden voice. (laughs) All I was going to say, William, was that um, we're at sort of point A of a link. Okay, and what we want to do is get to point B. And the point B is the What's Tom Up To feature. So we need to sort of navigate our way through, and usually it's best done through sort of like a bit of a pun or a bit of wordplay, isn't it? So sort of get to the What's Tom Up To feature. So we've just heard some songs. You've been talking about golden showers or whatever it was there. <laughs> Voice. so, voices, wax, and, and, and what have you. So um, how are we going to get to the You've been reading really Fifty Shades, haven't you? The What's Tom Up To feature there. I wonder if Tom's been uh, reading the stuff you've been reading? Yeah. What is Tom up, up to now? Right then. Let's go. Let's go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what I was meaning to ask you. What are you up to? <laughs> Going to bed. Going to bed. Alright, Tom. Going to bed. Going to bed. He was going to bed, Will. Simon. What now? Had he. Had he gone to bed? 
No. You sure you... Yeah? That kind of sounds like you've just arrived in the room. Not burst in, but... No, 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 certainly. No, you no, You didn't no. just creak open the door and just... in our kitchen. And I walked up to them. Right. And then I said... What, what's, what's Tom, Tom up to? And then he went, I'm going to bed. It was all very natural. Really? Because so, I don't know. Something about the actual recording suggested to me some way you just... Snuck into their room. Just snuck into their room. Possibly silhouetted against the light of the hall. You're just wearing a, a nearly long enough T-shirt. <laughs> and the cravat. And the cravat. No, the cr- and the cravat, which of course <laughs> is a large cooked prawn. <laughs> At least I hope that's a cravat. I was just very pleased to see them. Is that a cravat in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> the toxins American man. Uh, ever disconcerting <laughs> to radio types. The fade outs. Yes, exactly. But cool. ever saved by the sound of gaseous explosions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the salvation of all things there. Like some seasick man. Uh, sorry, listeners, we've got to record something for the podcast. Uh, so oh, you've been actually live on air. I've been actually live on oh air. Oh my so, right, god! So, Simon, uh, right, uh, listener, listeners to the podcast, and by extension, the live show. But ignore this section. Um, <laughs> listeners to the podcast. Unfortunately, there is a very long and rambling anecdote that made Why Simon doing stare at a horn uh, for some time in despair, wondering how he's going to edit it together. So it might sound a bit choppy. Okay, back to Beck. Simon, 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 yes. Simon, Simon, Simon. This is a bi-weekly uh, show. We don't discriminate. <laughs> That's right, sir. <laughs> That's right. Yes, and as a result, sometimes uh, there is maybe, say, an entire weekend off that uh, might be spent uh, getting up to all manner of fun. Oh, you've been up to something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm all ears. You're not. No, I'm sure that would like be disgusting. Know. I mean, you're made up a lot of things that are cartilage, I certainly like ears, but not necessarily all ears. Fine. Like bone, bones and meat and fluids and the like. Um, Simon. Yes. Guess what? You don't need to. I kind of already introduced it to you when we were in the car on the way here. Oh, yeah. I went to Cornwall last weekend. <laughs> no f***ing way. Cornwall. You actually said it over the horn. Um, Friday morning, we're going to go straight off to Cornwall. First thing in the morning. You know, because I've got a big old car. I've got my Ponky. Ponky's a big old car, and I reckon that works perfectly well for the old uh, camping. Oh, you're, you've gone camping then, sir. Oh, gone camping. Right, okay. So, first thing in the morning. Very first thing in the morning. Let's set off. Hang on a moment. I'm also a part-time gardener. My car seems to be full of tools and right, mud, sure. filth and soil. So, first thing in the morning, reckon we're going to be clearing that out. Not a problem. The sun's shining, and we can just clear out the car, and it's all good. Turns out soil... A lot of water and soil, so the whole of the back of the car was somewhat damp. And so we sat there, staring at the uh, carpet taken out of the back of the car, drying in the sun, pouring water out of it, going, is that dry enough to sleep on? Probably. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Off to Cornwall. In the now cleaner car. In the sun. You know what, Simon? What? Cornwall, bank holiday. It's a lovely drive. Oh, I'm Just sure. past Launceston, we've got an opportunity to appreciate the landscape, because, of course... There is a massive roadworks on the A30. Lovely. So, yep, we managed to spend an excellent two hours um, basically not moving anywhere, staring at a reservoir in the sun. <laughs> Fun time. Oh, God, William. Right, okay. Simon. What now? After all that, you know what? The thing is, you get down to a lovely part of Cornwall, Crantock, near Newquay, a town I might be revisiting later in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Crantock is beautiful. And so you go, you know what? Here's a lovely little pub. It's uh, it was it was lovely. Clouds, less sun than there had been during the traffic jam, the cleaning of the car, and things like this. But never mind. It's beautiful here. You know what? Let's get ourselves a campsite. We're going to leave the car at a campsite. We're going to go for a lovely walk. And we did go for a lovely walk. A bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's go for a walk along the coast, and it is lovely, Simon. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Because you know it's all rocks and coves and things like that. You know what's lovely about rocks and coves? Excellent shelter from the rain. <laughs> <laughs> It's just about the tipping point where it's like, I, you know, we've now had half a bottle of wine between us. I'm definitely now not driving back from Cornwall tonight. <laughs> Lovely rain. It doesn't matter though, because it's beautiful. And you can see the sun's on the way because it's just past that massive cloud of rain. We'll go hide in this cove with the inrushing tide. <laughs> it was very nice. 
we carried on walking, carried on going through another bottle of wine <laughs> on this delightful walk, landed up on a beautiful cove just, just north of Perrinporth, um, next to a radar station. It was delightful. <laughs> there's, there's nothing quite like just kind of walking along the coast of Cornwall, staring at all the bridges, which clearly at some point have collapsed into the waves. Because, <laughs> you know, 100 feet. And then... Crossing a bridge. <laughs> this one will be fine. We've wine. <laughs> Simon, 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 Simon. Yes. Do you know what's good fun about a lovely walk with a load of wine uh, next to a military base, watching the broken bridges, all these things, getting back to your lovely campsite? Simon, 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 sure. Simon, Simon, Simon. Do you know what's lovely about getting back to your campsite? Uh, presumably the opportunity to sleep in the dry. Oh, the opportunity to sleep, perchance in the dry. Yes, in the dry, but sleep, possibly not. Simon, Simon, Simon. Yes. Ponky is not big enough to, for two people to sleep in. Is he not? No, not in the slightest. Two people cannot sleep in Ponky. So, uh, thankfully enough, previous day, I bought a pop-up tent. Yeah, oh, very clever, very clever. Yeah, snip into this pop-up tent. Simon, Simon, Simon. Yes. Guess what? What? Pop-up tent is not big enough for two people to sleep in. <laughs> right. Simon, Simon. What? Guess what? What? Uh, there is a point where you've drunk too much wine to realise that if you've got two places where yes. you can't have two people sleeping but in. But you them. can feasibly have one person sleeping in each. Yes. Yeah, well, there, there speaks a teetotaler. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't occur to us at all. Simon, Simon, Simon. What? <laughs> I love doing this, listeners. This is like that. Um, this is like the Patricia Routledge. Get on with it. Um, next day, we thought, you know what? Let's go check out Newquay because maybe it's quite nice by day. Obviously, it's locked down here. Hey, the open road. Let's find somewhere quiet and pleasant. Nearby, quiet and pleasant place, Simon. Padstow. Right. You know, this is a tiny, lovely fishing village. Yes. Simon Padstow, the tiny, tiny, lovely. Hey, all these people have decided to come here from the coast to see the coast, haven't they? Yes. Let's head inland. Let's head inland. Tavistock. Tavistock, <laughs> my friend, will be the answer. Tavistock. Following a tractor, pulling a clearly homemade trailer. You can tell, by the way, that none of the four wheels on this trailer were the same size. The other way you can tell this trailer was homemade was, by the way, that the wheels were not only touching each other, but because the guy seemed to be in something of a rush... Well, in all fairness, burning. <laughs> yeah, about 10 miles, driving along quite narrow country lanes, yeah. following a tractor who refused to slow down for corners, which is fun, with the smell of burning tyres. Uh, we didn't get out in Tavistock. It's <laughs> Simon, 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 what? Simon, Simon. Yes. They've got a Cornwall on a bank holiday. They've got Stockholm Syndrome. Have you? Yeah. Do you want to know what noise I was making? What? <laughs> yeah, me too. sake what's going on do you like taking things that aren't yours are you a confidence trickster with a list of new addresses to try perhaps you're a murderer who hasn't had a satisfying kill for months well next week milverton is the place to be for one week only a new social experiment is taking place where the police will be fully absent the chief of police bounty drimpton said this is an important experiment if it turns out that law and order is self-regulating then the boys and girls in the police force can focus on other duties my car needs washing for one and i can't be expected to buy my own johnny's all the time residents are advised to take a full itinerary of their possessions and or create space in the house for all the loot and a professional arm wrestling is set to be the very button of fashion in Brompton Ralph this Tuesday as the arm of disgruntled Sunseeker and legendary tent abandoneer Captain Oates is going door-to-door -door wrestling all takers. This latest craze has been sparked by the right to independence, which will be applied to Oates' arm in 2073 and will be considered legally retroactive. Magic Beryl's Mobile Bee Museum is on the road again and will buzz into Storley on the 9th. The museum is expected to be a great hit with old and young and middle-aged alike with a series of new features. 
marvel at the feature-length documentary film Honey, I Collected Pollen, gawp at the actual life-size bee model, and experience what it's like to be a bee with the special bee, a bee simulator. It's going to be unbelievable. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day out. And uh, unbeatable entertainment. And beetroot will be sold in the cafe area. And beef as well. So, um, so yep. Right. Triumph is afoot in Milverton this week. Not a foot like the triumph of Captain Oates' left foot, but the triumph of a village now recognised as the tallest village in the world. This achievement is predominantly being attributed to the recent declaration that the Voyager 2 space probe is now a recognised residence. The new average height of Milverton residence has therefore now been set at 3.556 times 10 to the power of 10 metres high. A spokesbloke for the Special Brew Book of World Records has commented on the situation. What do women want? <laughs> What's with that? I'm about to tell you. <laughs> you can work it out for yourself. Push on. Right, well, onward. onward. Uh, <laughs> what do women want? If you want to know the answer to that question, then look no further than Tony Gruppert of Hughes Champflower, Hughes, who will be giving a seminar on the subject on the night of the 14th. Tony has 47 years of experience of female studies, and he's confident he can advise you dudes on how to wow a dame. Tony said, I've been living with chicks for years now, and I've developed a pretty good idea of what it's all about. I'm looking forward to sharing my learnings with other guys. The evening will start at 8 and has to be wrapped up by 10.30 sharp when Tony's mum and sister are due home. And the Wibbeliscombe Troubadours are continuing with their live street performance of Dante Alighieri's Inferno, which last week used Manor Garage as the perfect setting for a demonstration of the fifth circle, Anger. After absolutely no deliberation, it has been decided that the obvious setting for the site of the sixth circle, Heresy, will be in Preston Bowyer. Deliberation was declared unnecessary after Pope Francis somewhat belatedly pulled his finger out of his papal ears and excommunicated them with a traditional method of roaring nil illegitimi carborundum into Vatican Square. And if you don't go to all of these events in the next fortnight, then more fool you, you know, swear words. Boris the Spider by The Who. Uh, the uh, main reason that I ever managed to make my voice break at the age of eight. <laughs> <laughs> the main reason, was it? Yeah, that was the main oh. reason. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I yeah, just spent no, an awful that was, long time. That was, sorry, William, I'm so sorry. Yeah. 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 I just, I just spoken rule. Just uh, sang the refrain. Don't mention them. Yeah. Yeah. Boris the Spider. And eventually it worked. You're living a lie. Um, I, Locally. <laughs> Boris the Spider is uh, not a lie, it's a fact. Uh, Simon, Simon, Simon. Yes. Remember right at the start of the... I love Simon, Simon, Simon. Yeah, Simon I know, Simon, it's great. Yeah. Fills up the time. Fills up the time? <laughs> Fills up the time. Better. Uh, do you recall at the start of the show, uh, you had that uh, anecdote about mishearing lyrics? Oh, Jason Waterfalls. Jason Waterfalls. Don't go, Jason Waterfalls! For the love of God, we need you, Jason Waterfalls! Who's going to plumb? <laughs> He's a plumber. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought of one. Yep. Uh, I thought of a misheard lyric. Of I yours. thought of a misheard lyric, and yep. the problem is because it's possibly one of the most famous set of lyrics, <laughs> I think, ever. Yeah. Listeners might have some difficulty with the fact that there was quite a long time mm -hmm. where I heard the words "warm sausages," or at least I always sang the words "warm sausages," and because I refused <laughs> to listen through the song without singing along, because yeah. everyone does sing along. Yeah, I've put my, I must have been about fourteen, fifteen before I actually listened through and went, yeah, that's not warm sausages. So I present thee with a challenge, listeners. Can you identify within this next segment <laughs> the point at which I once heard warm sausages? Galileo, Galileo, Galileo. I'm just a poor boy and nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family Sparing his life from his warm sausage Warm sausages, well? Uh, yeah, did you spot it, listen? <laughs> well, would you give us a rendition? I'll do the backing music of, uh, of where you, for many years, believed the phrase warm sausages to live. Galileo! 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 Galileo, 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 Galileo I'm 
just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from his warm sausages. <laughs> warm sausages? Monstrosity is the clearest word in the entire song. <laughs> there are armadas of, of medically dead from alcohol rugby teams who can sing that song word for word. And you know, it's a prog song that rugby teams sing, it makes no sense. But yeah. Warm sausages. Warm sausages. Well, warm, so well, warm sausages indeed, my friend. Warm <laughs> sausages indeed. And more power to your arm, I say, with your warm sausages. Spangle and learn about the men and women folk of the home of the brave. Settle your britches as we learn about great American lives. was surely the greatest trapper that the great and glorious and cold-ass state of Alaska ever did produce in its 3,000-year history. She trapped just about every animal I could name, and I could name nearly all of them. I could name a moose, I could name a wildcat, I could name a bear, I could name a wolf, I could name a rabbit, I could name a sasquatch, I could name a mouse, I could name a fish, I could name a raccoon. There are others I can name. Monkey. Anyways, Maxine got herself a reputation for having the ability to trap anything, Ocelot. So she became the lesson teacher to all the wannabe trappers in the state. Dear, folks would come for miles to hear how she could beaver, trap anything with nothing but a length of twine and true American grit. Trouble is, Maxine didn't much care for bringing the atten center of attention like that. Her only having one dinner service and three eyes. So she got mighty paranoid about folks judging her. Maxine hid herself further buffalo, further out in the wilds, until ain't nobody got the grit to chase after her. The last trapper that seen Maxine before she disappeared wherever was a tiny fella by the name of Tony Moreau. And he said she told him the one thing that made her the very greatest. And he told me, and now I'm telling you, and then you're hearing it, and you'll tell others, and then they might tell me. Secret that Maxine Rampin used to make wild boar. Her success was simple. You put the trap down before the animal gets there. Simple as that. It took a real American to discover it. So God, Turkey, bless you, Maxine Rampant, and God bless America. Coyote! It was a little bit of appalling end to a lovely piece of music. Uh, William, exciting news on the horizon. <laughs> Carla and I are going to go on holiday in on October. Holiday in October? Yes, sir. We have decided that we are going to go abroad, sir. Abroad? We're going to Poland. Poland? Yes. The Norfolk broads of the continent? <laughs> yes. Uh, we're going to Poland in at the beginning of October. Uh, I work with an awful lot of um, Polish chums. And um, they all sing its praises and say how wonderful it is, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and we're um, we're, yeah, we're going. Which yeah, is you're really actually going we're to actually Poland. Going. Flights booked, hotel booked. Very excited. Yeah. The only thing that's quite daunting is the language barrier. Um, because neither of us have got any grasp whatsoever of Polish. 
No, well, Bogarty Smack. Well, Bogarty Smack, yeah, as discussed on the previously on the show, and I can just about say Poland is great, Polski Espinar. Nice. Although the guys at work often don't understand what I'm saying when I say that to them. Okay. Um, Carla's been doing some learning. She's uh, the only one that's actually bothered to do some learning. Sensible. Yeah. She's, um, she's been learning some words. Okay. But good start. Okay. <laughs> so far, she's learned the Polish form. Okay. Hello. Happy. Right. That's a pity. Sad. Where do you live? Good morning. How are you? And yes. Top conversation. Exactly. Not no. <laughs> no, no. We haven't got to know yet, obviously. <laughs> got to know. So, I, I mean, I think, uh, personally, I think we're going to struggle with this. Carla's convinced it's going to be fine. Well, can we just, um, I don't know, uh, act out a conversation where the only responses that I can give are the ones that Carla's learned so far? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, how are you today? Uh, yes. Okay. And uh, uh, why have you arrived in this uh, boulangerie? Tired. Uh, can I introduce you to any of our meats? How are you? Uh, does this one look particularly fine? That's a pity. <laughs> no, it's a Vieska. Sad. <laughs> you don't want Vieska? Sad. Sopica. Yes. How much would you like? Where do you live? <laughs> This is essentially how our trip to Poland is going to be for the Polish community. How long has she been working on that? It's a bit, I think she downloaded the app that's helping her out with it uh, maybe about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah. We're, and we're, you've we're, got... We're flying out in, uh, well, in a month today. A month today? Yes, sir. I don't think your reverse time button's going <laughs> to save you there, is it? No, no, man. Holding that little button's going to help. Uh, right. Okay, Simon. So, uh, do you not think maybe that you should, like... I think I need to step up to the plate. Uh, yeah, I think you, I think you need to pick up the gauntlet and and slap the bigger boy with it and <laughs> go about the process of setting yourself a duel against a language which does not share a language root with you. <laughs> exactly. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's quite an odd decision because at least I could get away in Marrakesh with French. Yeah. Or or, or English for that yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> Tack. Which is yes. Oh, so someone is learning. <laughs> Tack. Where do you live? This is being mooted as a that's being mooted as a this next song I'm gonna play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a mooted as a mooted as a mooted as a this one's being mooted as a that's being mooted as a it's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And uh, this one of course goes out to Tom. And uh, this next piece of music has been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to Deal or No Deal. <laughs> Nothing but a belt still basically means you're naked. Fact hold. Don't 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 bother me. I'm working. Oh look, I've got an email. It's sat there in my inbox. Let's have a read and see what it says, and then do everything it instructs me to. Ha oh, ha, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Uh, what do you think I am, genuine? Uh, you must be f***ing joking, you dainty twat. Send us your bank details. The continuing adventures of Mr. Tooty Baghorn. It's Tooty o'clock, listeners. Oh. Now, William. Toot time. Toots. Uh, uh, to what, Hang on. Oh, Baghorn. Tooty Baghorn, of course. Now, listeners, Tooty Baghorn is our, uh, our man in the email system who's, um, who's replying to an awful lot of the junk mail that we're getting at the moment. Uh, and uh, he's sort of stringing people along with his merry dance. Um, I received yesterday at work a uh, an envelope. Uh, uh, for, hang on, a physical one? A physical envelope. This is new. 
It's this physical envelope here, Will. I can see a physical envelope. Yes, and some physical content. <laughs> oh, hello. Now, it's the first time I've ever received this, and sort of, certainly Tutti, who was <clears throat> sat next to me, uh, his, uh, his, uh, his, his, his eyes so, picked up. His was certainly pricked up, yes. Uh, so um, we've got a, a big leaflet here, and I'm going to try and pick through some of the highlights for you so you can get a flavour of what it's all about. So um, the headline is, Shock Discovery, Ancient Code Cracks the Banks. <laughs> Proven. An 82.4% chance of a £55,000 windfall with just a few clicks. Dot, dot, dot. Eagerly. Uh, hello, my name is Michael White, and what I'd like to share with you now is a total game changer. <gasps> with your permission over the next few minutes, I'll explain a money loophole that could be your ticket to the laziest and fastest retirement imaginable. <laughs> That's everything that I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go through this. I'm going to pick out some highlights. Um, question. Is it really simple to use... This, okay, this, this, okay, this, right. This system. Is it really simple to use? Is it? Michael replies. Uh, I tested this on my 90 year old grandma, who's borderline senile, <laughs> and she did it perfectly on the first go. So, no, it's not simple. It's easy. Did he just describe his 90 year old borderline senile grandmother as not simple but easy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what we do? I think he might have done. <laughs> Yeah. Mickey Blanco. <laughs> so uh, Mickey LeBlanc uh, is, goes on. He then uh, explains sort of his background a little bit. I was flat broken not so long ago. Whatever money I made from my crummy job, I spent on money-making systems and seminars that never seemed to work. All of the, inverted commas, gurus, who turned out to be charlatans, all the promises that were actually lies, and all the money I'd invested in schemes that went up in smoke. Invested. Uh. Oh, yeah, actually, written her. Yeah, top work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Starts to sound more like a transcript. <laughs> Literally, all I had to my name was a few coins on a rented coffee table. Uh, what? Who <laughs> rents a coffee table? <laughs> Why would that be the last thing you have? Yeah. Just, just sat out in the road, <laughs> a few coins on a rented coffee table. <laughs> Naked. Yes. That's Next to wife. a rhododendron. That's what he does. Uh, he then goes on to explain that uh, that the the mystery to this 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 wonderful loophole, this ancient code that cracks ancient the banks. Ancient code of all money. Yeah, it's found in an old book. An old book. Yes. I, I, well, hang on. I can only think of three old books, and one of them is Wind in the Willows. Right. Well, this and Mr. Toad didn't make any money. No, this one's the Old Testament. That's an old book. Yes. That uh, is an old book. Yeah, it's older than the new one, anyway. I don't know about you, but I'm not a particularly religious person. I suppose I fall into that Church of England camp. <laughs> I, like so this, many Brits. What is this? <laughs> I, um, just keep going, Simon. I'm frankly now completely fascinated. You seem to have been posted a junk mail version of the Quantock Hall. <laughs> yes, very possibly. <laughs> Michael's um, only giving this... Uh, he said he's only sending this out to 181 people. How did he arrive at that number? Well, I don't know. Is he a big fan of 118? <laughs> maybe, maybe, but... Oh, actually, uh, yeah, here we go, here we go. Um, I, yeah, sorry, I haven't read this properly. I can't let the whole world know about this, though. There will be a confidentiality agreement to sign. Oops. And a strict ah. limit on the number of people granted access to the secret. By my calculation, I only need to share the secret with 181 people. Why only 181? Good question. Yeah, I'm sure he'd, he'd thank you. Yeah. Firstly, because it's a small enough number not to get noticed. Even though this is 100% legal, if the whole of the world knew about it, then the secret wouldn't be a secret and the loophole might close. Right, okay, so so the deal is, what Tootie needed to do next to um, be part of the 181 lucky people is to um, send some credit card details. What? And because it's kind of like a subscription, Oh, I see. You get the first month of the legal loophole free, but, but, but then you have to pay £27 a month thereafter. But hang on a minute, Simon. Yeah. That £27 a month might well be coming out of the money that I already owe for my rented coffee table. <laughs> has Mickey LeBlanc thought of this? I don't think he has, Will. Oh. All he has thought about, very helpfully, Dickhead. is um, providing the, uh, the 181 people with one of these. William, can you point to what I'm... Uh, that seems to be a 24-hour reservation hotline yeah. on 01709361819. Simon, does Tootie back on have access to her telephone? Oh, I wonder. Good afternoon, Streetwise. Hello, it's Tootie Baghorn here. Um, I received a letter from you people um, saying I was 181st in a list of people getting the letter. Right. And I wondered, I want to ask a quick question about the, about the, um, is it, the, is it called the Solomon... 
Solomon Curse. Is that right? And do you mean the Solomon Signal? Solomon Signal. Yeah, same same meaning, isn't it? Okay. Well, look, um, I've got an investment opportunity, and I would like a fifty-five thousand pounds so that I could make a beef car, and then we could maybe have some sort of business arrangement, maybe ten percent, say. Right. So um, would would that be, would that be okay for the Solomon curse or code or or whatever? I'm not I'm not really sure what you mean. Well, I I'm a kind of I this is kind of cool. Hello. Good afternoon, Streetwise. Hello, Tootie Baghorn again. Yeah, it keeps cutting off. I don't know if it's my phone or if it's. Well, I think maybe I've been struck down by the Solomon curse already. <laughs> um, I just, um, just, I just, I've got a couple of couple of questions, if I might. Right. Um, if it's regard to the system, you would need to email Michael White himself. We just deal with the payment side of this one. Sure, sure. I just wondered. Um, I just wondered, and if, if you if you'll excuse the pun, um, um, how why was I selected as a hundred and eighty-one person? Like I said, we just deal with the payment. You'll need to contact the author regards to this. Right. There is there right. is an email in the literature. I think near the back, it does give you his okay. email. Fine, fine. And this and this all works, does it? Yes, it does work. Yeah. Yep. Has it worked? Yeah, and you've tried it yourself, presumably. No, we we can't actually try the systems uh, because we obviously with the we work nine to five, and obviously we haven't got time to try them out. But uh, sure. we we just obviously we just promote them for you guys. But with this particular one, we can't help you with it because it's just the payments I would deal with. It's the email that's in the literature that you'll have to con contact the author by that way. Sure. And Sorry about the, the, that. No, no, no. Really, I'm I mean, I'm jolly excited about it. It all sounds very mm. good because the thing is, I mean, I'm I'm sort of sort of I guess you could call me an inventor and I've got lots of things that I need to have built and the yeah. 55,250 pound windfall will do a good job of it. I mean is there any sort of negotiation on the price at all because I mean I could I could sell him 10% of the beef car for um for for the for the secrets if that would you probably would like I said you're just going to have to discuss this with the author presumably you have, a, you, have, you have quite a lot of people phoning up for this do you? it's quite popular we've promoted this um, a couple of months ago but only to a small mailing and uh, obviously we've got great feedback on that so that's obviously we've promoted to a larger mailing and we're getting quite a few orders but obviously that doesn't affect you know your income with it but right. like I said it is, quite, it is a good system. Obviously, we wouldn't have promoted it to a large amount of people if it wasn't. Well, 181 people. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, look, thank right. you so much for your help. Thanks. Yeah, that's, that's great. Bye bye. <coughs> 181 people. 181 people. Sir. Described there as quite a large number of people. Yes. Yes. That's a, that's an opposition to the paperwork, isn't it? So, uh, listeners, uh, that was Tooty Baghorn's um, first foray into Streetwise Publications Limited. Wow, uh, he so has he has emailed Michael White and uh, so listeners watch this space. Yes, and also listeners, um, please if you have some time free, please dial the number oh one seven oh nine three six one eight one nine between the hours of nine and five Monday to Friday and um, wind these people up. Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Aries. Sometimes you need to get your life in order, no matter how complicated it might seem. All things are the product of myriad tiny things. And once you break them down, you'll find that it's all a lot easier. For example, how often do you do the cooking? Maybe you should do alternate nights? One problem solved. Everything else should be simple from there. Aries. So you work late Thursday and Friday. So that's not going to work with alternate nights. 
set up a rotor, and you'll see that it'll all be fine just two days in a row before Thursday. Problem averted. Aries. What do you mean? You're the one that does the recycling on Wednesday. Can you seriously not just do both that night? Right. Fine. So you do the recycling and then order a takeaway. Time taken to fix one of the tiny problems. Everything's sorted. Aries. Actually, you can get quite cheap takeaways. It doesn't mean that you've got to break the bank. Anyway, not everything has to be a major hassle. Just do the recycling, order a takeaway, do the cleaning up after. Aries. Just because the recycling is a kind of cleaning, it does not mean you're done for the day. You wouldn't say that having a shower counts as cleaning, would you? You have a shower every morning, but you still have cleaning the house to do. Aries. How can you not have time for a shower in the morning? Of course you do. Just wake up earlier, and then there'll be time. Aries. So get your own alarm clock and use that one to wake you up. Shower, work. Come home, do the recycling, order a takeaway, clean up. No, you don't have to do that every day. Have you forgotten the rotor? That's just Wednesday. So you only have a day with even that much responsibility. Now, Let's have a look at Thursday. Actually, you know what? Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces. Just sort it out, you lot. That one goes out to mum. Now <laughs> 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 then, um, guess what, Simon? Simon What's that? Uh, hang on. Here's a, here's a noise that signifies a lot to long-term listeners. Oh, oh, I wonder. I wonder. Right, so Simon, what yeah. does that noise usually signify? That usually means we've got an email from uh, Mr. Barry Summers. What's that? What's that name again? Barry Summers. Woo! Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah, anyway, he's been emailing in. Hello, Simon and Will. Do you know that listening to your show is 62% better than watching the Euro qualifiers? I aspire scientist. And almost a cure for athlete's foot. Uh, it, Barry, thank you very much for your kind, kind words. And yeah, I, kind. I do hope that your athlete's feet uh, pick up, as it, as it were. Um, yeah. just, just for the reference as well, um, the Sorry Not In Service show, listening to the Sorry Not In Service show, will make you um, a 72% better, you know, well... Four, 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 you know, <laughs> to, you know, how's your father, etc. Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, we will. It will. Jesus Christ, I mean, we'd go to pieces if we didn't do this show. With them. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a disgrace. Uh, so, uh, you oh, know, what a thought. So, I, so <laughs> listeners, you know, sort of tune in and then, uh, then, then take your significant other to bed it's, and uh, try it out. You know, why not listen to it together? If you don't want your parents to hear the banging of the, uh, the, the headboard, then um, pop the podcast on nice and loud and everybody's a winner. <laughs> oh, my. Parents can't wow. hear it, and you'll go like a steam train. Bearing in mind, Simon, <laughs> you're 50% of the voices in this. Yes. It sounds an awful lot like you've experimented with that, which seems... <laughs> seems narcissistic. <laughs> I I, well, I haven't done it with anyone else in the house. It's just... Uh, just oh, that's fine. Carla goes out, and then just... That's perfectly <laughs> just <do> acceptable <laughs> just <do> science. <laughs> just do the experiment. Perform the experiment, man. Perform the experiment. <laughs> Uh, in tell you what, clinical listeners. conditions. It's uh, whoo, whoo, what, what an experiment. <laughs> so, so thanks for your email, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> if 
the whole of man and garages are rocking, it's between eight and ten. <laughs> So oh, there we go. Some, some facts for you there, listeners. Be so... <laughs> I can't do the rest of the thing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, hang on. I can buy some time. <laughs> uh, that's right, listeners. I was going to do a thing about how annoying the show normally. <laughs> Hold it together. Hold it together. Because you're still broken, aren't you? I'm still broken. You're Everything still broken. you say is smutty. Is it? Hold it together, indeed. Hold it together. Close together. Move on, William. <laughs> no, no, not, that's not an instruction, listeners. Um, right, yes, because I'm very annoying. And I can't, oh, I can't do this link anymore. Problem is, the next song I've got is The Milkman of Human Kindness. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to cause me all sorts of problems. That's going to cause you a lot of trouble, isn't it? Yeah. Can I be annoying for a while? Be, I'm, I'm gonna launch please some, do. I'm going to launch some things at you, Simon. Happy to a lifetime. Entertaining myself by uh, stealing the joy of other people. Fine. I've mainly been doing this by wandering up to uh, my work colleagues and uh, posing things to them, such as, um, you're looking very terse. Do you know what terse means? I don't think you know what terse means, do you? But you are looking very, very terse today. Oh, I'm not going to explain it. You're saying this to your colleagues? I can say that to my colleagues. Right, nice. Entirely unjustifiably. It's been really entertaining me because they always come back from a break and go, I've looked that up. I don't think I'm being terse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> That's a palindrome. That's a palindrome. <laughs> you must be um, brilliant to work with and or buy from. I've also been annoyed with questions, Simon. Fine. And I want you to ask, answer four questions. Fine. In quick succession. Certainly. What's your favourite Latin phrase? Carpe the DM. Okay, where do vanilla pods actually come from? The gr- trees. Okay, what was the name of the dog from the Tweenies? Ah! Yeah, I thought that one might get you. Oh, no, I know <laughs> what this. What's the name of the dog from the Tweenies? Doodles. So, oh, you're very good, actually. What's the name of the old guy? Max. Okay, what was the name of the purple dog? Purple doll? Purple dog. Dog? Yeah, there's a purple dog. What's that? Yeah. Get out of here. What was the name of the female helper? Max and his... Friend, who is? Come on, the tweenies. Think of the tweenies. Uh, the tweenies. Max and Max. Sorry, not Max it. and Maxine. Max and Maxine. Okay, that's clearly wrong. And what's going on with Chris Ingalls? Although I will admit that um, the people that I asked this to, I may have slightly confused by referring to them as Jesus grenades. Right. Okay, Chris Ingalls. What's going on with them? What? It's um, sweet and sour. That's what they're supposed to represent Chinese food at Christmas time. Yes. Yeah. Simon. Yes. Have we all got over the thought of what sorry not in service might be used for? Yeah, it's it's drained out of me. Yeah. It's drained out of you now. It really has, hasn't it? Yeah. But that was a moment of working with me, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the moment of human <laughs> kindness without any of the smutty conversations we previously had. <laughs> <laughs> Man of human kindness, I will leave an extra point. That was the beautiful tones of William Bragg. Of Mr. William Bragg, the uh, politically activated <laughs> musician. That's right. He remains docile throughout aeons, and when politics occurs, he reawakens, <laughs> kraken like, from the depths of the ocean. <laughs> Bless him indeed. Now, listeners, uh, we have arrived at the end of the show, I think, Well, it's fair to say, isn't it? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, now, listeners, um, you will be excited, ecstatic, rigid, I dare say, to um, hear that Simon, bracket i.e. me, uh, is going to be uh, aboard Alice this weekend. Alice, the outside broadcasting van where 10 Radio does its uh, outside broadcasting. I will be entering Alice uh, just after Barry and Colin have left her at uh, 4 o'clock at the at the, uh, the Wiverliscombe Street Fair, part of the 10 Parishes Festival. The 10 Parishes Festival, Simon. So if you're That's about... an exciting brochure with a picture of orange and blue elephants holding alternately orange and blue uh, balloons. That's right. So if you are interested, go to 10parishesfestival.org.uk as a week-long uh, list of stuff to hap- that's happening in these that era parts. Happens. And if you're about on Sunday, come to Wivy for the street fair. And um, and uh, yes, uh, if you, if you're if you're housebound uh, or um, 
or simply unwilling, then just tune into Ten Radio. Just far uh, away from. Uh, from uh, I believe um, uh, perhaps nine o'clock in the morning. I haven't really read the email properly, and there'll be a full day's worth of broadcasting a real team from, the, uh, from the from uh, the from the Wibby Fair. And uh, sorry, not in service. Uh, we'll be uh, on from four. Mm. <sighs> you just got really tired at the end of that song, yeah. didn't you? Isn't it weird? Sometimes you get really tired. It's because you've been using your brain. You've been using your brain today, Simon. Oh, and how? You have. Yeah. What have you been using it to? Do? Uh, learning. Oh. Don't make the same mistake as Tom did and ensure you don't let Jason Waterfalls out of your sight. And Simon's going to be following his wife to an awful lot of Polish people's houses. I need to talk to Will about how the editing process works. And there are times when I really should stop using airtime just to entertain myself. Listeners, don't ask Will about Cornwall if you have any places to be anytime soon. And the dog from the Tweenies was called Doodles. <laughs> that was Sorry Not In Service. And uh, you can just go away now, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to bed. Go and to uh, bed. Why, not, um, why not test why? out the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the voracious... That's uh, about 40-odd like, hours worth of podcast back catalogue there, isn't there? Certainly. Well, we fill your boots, ladies and gentlemen. Well, enjoy yeah. Sunday. <laughs> exactly. Have a, have a lovely rest uh, after your 40 hours of vigorous lovemaking to the sound of our voices. <laughs> Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. Well, listeners. Well, listeners. We're back again. Yeah. Obviously, we were back on the in between we, bits. We, we, but we were there before. As you can tell from the theme of how this outro is going, though, mm. we record this in one block. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've just done the intro. So we're yep. in service behind the scenes. Yes. Up the wizard's sleeve. Um, this is, uh, yeah, we do the intro and outro together. It's, uh, yeah. Just, it's not, just, not, it's, not together in the sense we're both in the same room. It would be trialsome to do this separately and edit it together. Isn't it? And not together in a sort of, you know, we're courting sort of sense. You know, we're well, brother I'm, and brother. And, and it, I think that would be... I would say we're verging on inappropriate. Virgin. Wow. <laughs> wow. But it would be well, what, what did let, they do in Gamora? Uh, well, they had to sort them. Bit of wordplay there, listeners. Bit of Old Testament wordplay there, listeners. Old Testament wordplay to say any Old Testament wordplay of your own, then email it into sorrynotinservice at yahoo.co.uk. Com, com, whatever. Or whatever. 